Welcome to Zichud Dov Siman. Remember, Abraham Goldhar and Tirmah Zechus Yuma Dov Chav Dalit. The second parak Barishona. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, Rabbi Avin inquired, Trumas Edeshim Bekama. How much ash is the Trumas Edeshim performed with? Do we derive the amount from Trumas Meiser, where one tenth is separated, or do we derive it from the Trumas Midjan, the contribution taken from the spoils of Midjan, where one five hundredth was taken? The Gemara brings an explicit proof for Bechia taught in Abraisa, it stated here, regarding the separating the ash, Vehirim, he shall separate the ash, and it stated there regarding the Amincha offering, Vehirim, he shall separate his comets from it. Just as by the Mincha he separates the amount of his comets, so to here he separates the amount of his comets. Rush explains we do not require exactly this amount for the Trumas Edeshim, because it's impossible for the Kohen to put his hand into the heap of ash, which contains burning embers. Rather, the comet's measure is only an estimation. The Kohen estimates the size of his comets and removes at least that amount with a kli. Pointing to the Gemara brings Malchokas and Marim, whether Azar, a non kohen is chai misa b'deshemayim for doing Trumas Edeshim. Rav said, Arba avodos chai v'len misa. There are four avodos that Azar is chai misa, zrika haktara, nisa chamayim, and nisa chayayim. But Levi says, of Trumas Edeshim, also for Trumas Edeshim. Rav's reason is based on the Pasadic states, you are and your sons with you shall safeguard your priesthood regarding every matter of the Mizbeach within the Parochas, and you shall serve Abodas Matana at Tenes Kunas Chem, Bahazar Karev Yumas. I presented your priesthood as a service that is a gift, or it can be read as a service of application, and a czar who approaches shall die. Abodas Matana below Abodas Silak. A service of application, Matana, such as applying the blood to the Mizbech, and not a service of removal, such as removing the ash. Furthermore, the Pasuk earlier stated, Vavadatam, and you shall serve, which can be interpreted to mean, Avodatam, Avodah, Avodah, Shiesh, Achareha, Avodah, a concluding Avodah, and not an Avodah that has another Avodah after it. Levi says, Rabbi Rachman Uchod, Devar HaMizbech, the Torah included the Trumas Edesha in the Pasuk by saying the general phrase, Uchod, Devar HaMizbech, regarding every matter of the Mizbech. And pointing to the Gemara, Bemama Fisin, in what garments are the Kohanim dressed in when they cast lots? Rav Nachman says, Bevig Dechol. And Rav Shesha says, Bevig Dechodesh. Rav Nachman maintains they're dressed in Big Dechol. For if they're dressed in Big Dechodesh, Ekebali's rose to Chamsi Abdi, there would be strong armed men who would do the service by force, which Rashi explains that they would have done so if they had not won the pious. Rav Shesha says that they are dressed in Big Dechodesh. For if you say they are dressed in Big Dechol, Agal Chabivu say Mikru Abdi. Out of passion for the avoda, the selected cone might accidentally perform it without first changing into Big Dechodesh. A cone who does the avoda without wearing Big Dechodesh is Chayv Misibide Shemaim, and it disqualifies the avoda. So once again, the three points are number one. Rabbi Avin acquired Trumas Edeshim Belkama. How much ash is a Trumas Edeshim performed with? Do we derive the amount from Trumas Meiser, where one-tenth is separated? Or do we derive it from the Trumas Midjan, the contribution taken from the spoils of Midjan, where one-five-hundredth was taken? The Gemara brings an explicit proof for Rabbi Chia taught in Abraisa. It stated here, regarding the separating the ash, Beherim, he shall separate the ash. And it stated there, regarding the Mincha offering, Beherim, he shall separate his comets from it. Just as by the Minchi separates the amount of his comets, so too here he separates the amount of his comets. Rashi explains that we do not require exactly this amount for the Trumas Edeshin, because it's impossible for the Kohen to put his hand into the heap of ash, which contains burning embers. Rather, the comets measure is only an estimation. The Kohen estimates the size of his comets and removes at least that amount with a kli. Pointing to the Gemara brings some Malchokas Amarayim, whether a non-Kohen is Chayv Misa Bideshamayim for doing Trumas Edeshin. Rav said, Arba Avodas Chai Balen Misa. There are four Avodas that Azar is Chai Misa, Zrika Haktara, Nisa Chamaim, and Nisa Chayayin. But Levi says, Af Trumas Adeshin, also for Trumas Adeshin. 
Rob's reason is based on the Pasadic states, you, referring to Aaron and your sons with you, shall safeguard your priesthood regarding every matter of the Mizbeach within the parochus, and you shall serve avodas matana etenetz kunaschem v'hazar karev you must. I have presented your priesthood as a service that is a gift or as a service of application, and a non-cone approacher shall die. Avodas matana vo avodas siluk, a service of application, such as applying the blood to the Mizbeach, and not a service of removal, such as removing the ash. Furthermore, the Pasuk earlier stated, Vavatam, and you shall serve, which can be interpreted to mean, Avodatama vo'avodashyesh achareha avoda, a concluding avoda, and not an avoda that has another avoda after it. Levi says, Rabbi Rachmano called the Varham Mizbeach. The Torah included the Truman's edition in the Pasuk by stating the general phrase, Vachol Dvar HaMizbeach, regarding every matter of the Mizbeach. And pointing through the grass, Bemama Fisin, in what garments are the Gonim dressed in when they cast the lots? Rav Nachman says, and Rav Shesha says, Kodesh. Rav Nachman maintains their dress in Big Day Chol, for if they're dressed in Big Day Kodesh, there'd be strong armed men who would do the service by force, which Rashi explains that they would have done so if they had not won the pious. Rav Shesha says that they're dressed in Big Day Kodesh, for if you say they're dressed in Big Day Chol, out of passion for the avoda, the selected kohen might accidentally perform it without first changing into Big Day Kodesh. A kohen who does the avoda without wearing Big Day Kodesh says, Chai Misabide Shemaim, and it disqualifies the avoda. Alright, so now we go to Simmer Dov Chavdalad, and our standard simon is a cud, a pitcher. A pitcher, so here goes. The kohen who used a pitcher to pick up a comets of ashes was exposed as a czar. When a czar's visitor card was discovered in his Big Day Chol, that he wore to cast lots. Once again, in slow motion. The cone who used a pitcher, a pitcher, that must be ruined off, chavdalet, kad. The cone who used a pitcher to pick up a comets of ashes, which reminds us Rabbi Avin inquired, how much ash is the Trumas Edeshim performed with? The Gemara brings an explicit proof that it stated regarding the separating the ash, veheirim, and he shall separate the ash, and stated there regarding the mincha offering, veheirim, he shall separate his comets from it. So just as by the mincha he separates the amount of his comets, so to here he separates the amount of his comets. Rashi explains that we don't require exactly this amount for the Trumas Edeshim because it's impossible the Kohen to put his hand into the heap of ash, which contains burning embers. Rather, the Kohen's measure is only an estimation. The Kohen estimates the size of his Kohen's and removes at least that amount with a kli. So the Kohen who used a pitcher to pick up a Kohen's of ashes was exposed as a czar, which reminds us the Gemara brings a Malchokas and whether a non-Kohen, a czar, is chai misibidei shamayim for doing trumas edeshen. Rav said, Arba avodos chai valen misa. There are four avodos that a czar is chai misa, zrika haktara. Nisa Chamaim and Nisa Chayyim, but Levi says, Af Trumas also for Trumas Edeshin. Rav's reason is based on the parts where he learns Avodas Matana, Velo Avodas Siluk. The Tsar is Chayim Misa for a service of application, such as applying blood to the Mizbech, and not a service of removal, such as removing the ash. Levi says, Rabbi Rachmanel Kodvar HaMizbech, the Torah included the Trumas Edeshin in the Pasuk by stating the general phrase, Lechodvar HaMizbech, regarding every matter of the Mizbech. So the Kohen used a pitcher to pick up a comet of ashes was exposed as a czar when his czar's visitor's card was discovered in his big day hole that he wore to cast lots. Which reminds the Gemara asks him what garments of the Kohanim dress when they cast lots. Rav Nachman says the big day hole and Rav Shesha says the big day kodesh. Rav Nachman maintains their dress in big day hole for if they're dressed in big day kodesh there'd be strong armed men who would do the service by force which, which Rush explains that they would have done so if they had not won the pious. Rav Shesha says they're dressed in big day kodesh for if you say they're dressed in big day hole out of passion for the avoda the selected Kohen might act accidentally perform it without first changing into Big Day Kodesh. Akona does the Avodah without wearing Big Day Kodesh, and it also disqualifies the Avodah. So once again, the Kona used a pitcher to pick up a comets of ashes was exposed as a czar when his czar's visitor's card was discovered in his Big Day Chol that he wore to cast lots. All right, now it's time for Forblot Bat Chazara.
Daf Chaf. So the similar Daf Chaf is a cafe. So here it goes. Cafe 364 Cafe. That must mean we're on Daf Chaf. Cafe 364, which reminds us, on Daf Yutes, the Gemara taught that the Kohen Gadol was kept up all night, and a brice was brought that in the provinces they used to remain awake the night of Yom Kippur, Zechel and Mikdash, as a commemoration of the practice on the base of Mikdash, El Shayuchotin. However, in a certain place, they would sin during the night. Rashi explains that instead of learning, they spent time in the company of women, which led to sin. On this stuff, Abai and some say Rav Nachman Yitzhak said, the Bryce is referring to Nardah. For Eliyahu said to Rav Salah the Chassid, you always say, Why is Mashiach not come? And on the holiest days, a number of virgins were bed in Nardah. So Rav Yudah asked Eliyahu, What a Kushbar who says about this? And Eliyahu replied, He says, well, Pesach Sin crouches at the door. Rashi explains that the Yitzhak causes man to sin. Rav Yudah then asked what the son says, and Eliyahu replied, the Satan Yom Kippur has no permission to prosecute. Aram Barham has said that this is derived from the fact that the gematria of Hasatan is 364. On 364 days of the year, the Satan has permission to prosecute, but in Yom Kippur, which is the 365th day, he has no permission. So Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time, which reminds the next mission states, And on the Chagim, even before the call of the Gever arrived, the Azor was filled with Jews. Rush explains that the people arrived early with their Karbanas to bring them as soon as the Tamid had been offered. There's a Malchok as a regarding the meaning of Kriyas HaGever. Rav said Karagavret means the call of a person. Rush explains there was an officer in the base of Mikdash whose duty was to announce to the Kohanim and Levim that the time for the vote had begun. Rabbi Shiva said, Karatanagola, it means the call of a rooster. So, Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time that it blew out the ears of the Roman crowds gathering outside under the ball of the sun. Which reminds us, it was taught in a bright Shalosh Kolos Hochim Mesofa Olamad Sofa. Three sounds travel from one end of the world to the other end. They are the sound of the ball of the sun, the sound of Roman crowds, and the sound of the neshama when it leaves the body. Some say the sound of birth as well, a sunset. And some say the sound of Rija, which was the sound of the Malkin charge of rain. The Rabban beseeched Kosh Baruch for mercy concerning the sound of the soul when it leaves the body, Ubatalua, and they eliminated it. Dav Chafalv, so the similar Dav Chafalv is a car, a ka. So here goes. The flying ka, ka, that must be more Dav Chafalv. The flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the mission in Perkyavs that list ten miracles that occurred in the base of Migdash. The Gemara challenges the Mishnah, suggesting there are more than ten miracles. Rebbe Levi said, The following statement is tradition passed down to us from our fathers, Makam Aron, Eno Minamita, the space taken up by the Aron is not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh Kodashim. The Gemara answers that the Tanah listed only the miracles that were visible outside and thus publicized. When the Gemara then asks why the fruit trees of gold that Shlomo plant, that miraculously brought forth their golden fruits at their appointed time, were not included, the Gemara answers, Nisid the Kaviyah Lokachashi, miracles that were permanently fixed in the temple, were not included. He only listed miracles that were performed recurrently. So, the flying Ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke, which reminds us two of the ten miracles listed were that rain never extinguished the smoke from the Maracha and that the smoke never dispersed, no matter how strong the winds were. The more questions whether, in fact, there was smoke from the Maracha, based on a Bryce that taught that five things were stated regarding the fire of the Maracha. It crouched in the shape of a line, it was clear as the sun, it had substance, it consumed moist articles just like dry ones, and the Enamala Ashen, it didn't produce smoke. The Gemara answers that the smoke referred to in the list of miracles was from the fire that was brought by the Kohanim, for it was taught in a Bryce, the Torah states, but Nasnu bin Aaron Akon, Eshel Mizbech, the sons of Aaron Akon, shall place fire on the Mizbech. Even though that fire comes from the heaven, there's a mitzvah to bring fire from ordinary sources. So, the flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke and got consumed by six types of fire. 
which reminds us, it was taught in a that Sheish Eishoshen, there are six types of fire. The Bryce explains, there's a fire that eats but doesn't drink, which is ordinary fire, which consumes solids and not liquids. It drinks but doesn't eat, which refers to the fire of ill people, which makes them thirsty but not hungry. It eats and drinks, which refers to the fire of Eliyahu, which looked up the water in the trench in the incident with the Nivea Baal. It consumes moist articles like dry ones, which refers to the fire of the Maracha. Yesh Eish Doche Eish, there's fire that repels fire, which is the fire of the Malach Gabriel. And there's a fire that consumes fire, which is the fire of the Shekhinah, referring to Hashem, burning up the fiery angels that argued against the creation of man. Dav so the similar Dav is a cab. So here goes. The early morning cab driver, a cab driver, that must be more Dav The early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Kohanim, racing to do the Truma Sedeshan, which reminds the Gemara, why did the Rabban not depend on casting lots to select the coin for the Avodah of Truma Sedesh? And the answer is that at first the Rabbanim thought that since the Truma Sedesh is a nighttime Avodah, it would not be considered important by the Kohanim, and they wouldn't come to quarrel over it. But once the Rabban saw that the Kohanim fight over the matter, Takinu Paisa, they instituted casting lots for the position. Others explain that originally the Rabban thought they came into Eka Odin Shena, since at the time the ashes are separated before daybreak. There's an overwhelming desire to sleep on the part of many people. The Ghanim will not volunteer for this service. When they saw that they did come, and it led to Sakana, they instituted the pious. When the Gemara challenges this answer, since burning the limbs and fats is done late at night, when there's a desire to go to sleep, yet Kohanim were selected by lots, the Gemara answers that a person's inclination to go to sleep is not as strong as his inclination to stay sleeping and not wake up. So the early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Kohanim, racing to do the Truma Sedeshan, counted his passengers by their shovels. Which reminds us, the Mishnah taught in the case that two Kohanim raced up the ramp and reached the top at the same time, a temple appointed would have the Kohanim put out their fingers for a count to see who would be selected to do the Truma Sedeshan. The Gemara asks why they didn't simply count the Kohanim and answers that the Mishnah supports for Yitzhak who taught, Asalimnos is Yisrael, a field of our mitzvah. It's forbidden to count Jews through a head count even for the purpose of a mitzvah. As it's written regarding Shaul counting his shoulders, he counted them with pot shards. Rabashi says they went from the Pusik and Shaul had all the people summoned, and he counted them through lambs. Rabbi Lazar said, over beloved, whoever counts Jews transgresses a negative commandment, as it's written by Yam Misbrak Bene Israel Kachohayam, Hashul Yamad. The number of an Israel will be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak says he transgresses two loving as it's written, Yamad which cannot be measured or counted. So the early morning cab driver, whose cab was packed with Gwanim, racing to do the Truma Sedeshan, counted his passengers by their shovels, and bet that the cone with flaws in his yichos would be the winner. Which reminds me of you to say in the name of Shmuel, why did the Malchus Beishol not endure? Because there was no flaw of yichos in his family. Rush explains that the king's destined to issue from him would therefore rule arrogantly. David's Malchus endured because he was descended from Rus, who was from Moab. This explanation is based on what Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimbin Yehotzadak, we do not appoint a leader of the community unless he has a box of creeping creatures hanging behind him, meaning he has flaws in his yichos. So that if he becomes arrogant, we can say to him, turn around and see what is behind you. So the simmer is a keg. A keg. So here goes. The loyal congregant stood on a keg. Keg? That must be one daf chav gimel. The loyal congregant stood on a keg, playing to a midget's rabbi's honor, who had been insulted. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Shimbin Yehotzadah, Any Talmud Chalchim who does not take revenge 
or bear grudge like a snake is not a true Talmud and the Gemara objects to this based on the prohibitions of do not take revenge or bear a grudge and initially answers that these prohibitions only apply to monetary matters. This too is challenged and the Gemara answers actually means that a Talmud should keep the matter in his mind. Rashi explains that if someone else comes to avenge his honor, the Talmud should be silent and not object. So the loyal congregant stood on a keg planning to avenge his rabbi's honor who had been insulted when he saw one cone murder another one on the ramp, which reminds us, which reminds us, the Gemara brings another incident when one cone was ahead on the ramp, another cone took a knife and drove it into the first cone's heart and killed him. When the father of the slain boy came and found his son still writhing on the floor, he said, Hari Kaparaskan, behold, he's your atonement. My son is still writhing and therefore the knife did not become Tame. This comes to teach you, Shekashalem Tars Kalim Yosem They regarded the Torah of Kalim more seriously than murder, as it's written, Menasha also shed very much innocent blood until he filled Yushalayim from end to end with it. So the loyal congregant stood on a keg, planning to avenge his rabbi's honor who had been insulted, when he saw one cone murder another one on the ramp in front of the cone Balmum, removing the ash. Which reminds the more brings him on cloakers regarding Hotzas Adesh and removal of the ash from the Nizbech. It was taught in a brisa, he shall remove his garments that he wore for separating the ash and don other garments, and he shall remove the ash. One might have thought the Kohen can wear a big day hole when removing the ash. Therefore, the Torah teaches, He shall remove his garments and don other garments. By repeating the word garments, we can drive a hekish. The just as the garments worn for the Truma Zedesh and our big day Kodesh, so too are the garments worn for removal of the ash. The word acherim, other, implies they should be pachusiman, inferior quality to the ones wore for the Truma Zedesh. Moyezer says, The word other is immediately followed by the words, and he shall remove, which refers to the cone who performs the task. This teaches that even blemish kohanim, referred to as acherim, the others, are qualified to remove the ash. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions plus three bonus questions from previous Mesechus. Number one, which stuff do you learn about the incident where one cone murdered another while racing Bizoch to do the Truma Sedeshin? That's on Duff. Chav Gimel. Good. Number two, which stuff do we have in Rav and Levi where the Azar is high misbide shamayim for doing Truma Sedeshin? That's on Duff. Chav Good. Number three, which stuff do you learn that the Rabban did not originally institute a lottery for the Truma Sedeshin because it was a nighttime avoda and they didn't think Kohanim would fight over it? That's on Duff. Chabbez. Good number four. Which stuff do you learn that Talmud Chachim should remain silent when someone else is avenging his honor? That's on Duff. Chav Gimel. Good number five. Which stuff do you learn the shear for removing the ash for the Truma Sedeshin is a Kometz? That's on Duff. Chav Good number six. Which stuff do you learn it's best to appoint a leader over the community that has a flaw in his yichus? That's on Duff. Chabbez. Good number seven. Which stuff we learned that there's a machokas of coming from Rebbe whether a cone ball moon can do the hotzas hadeshen. That's on Dav. Chabgimel. Good number eight. Which stuff we learned that the eight so has no permission to prosecute on Yom Kippurim, which is derived from the gematria of Hasatan, which is 364. That's on Dav. Chav. Good number nine. Which stuff we learned the pillar of smoke from the Maracha was never extinguished by rain or dispersed by the winds. That's on Dav. Chavav. Good. And number 10. Which stuff do we have a Malkos? Rav Nachman Rav Shesh is whether the Kohanim were Big Day Kodesh or Big Day Chol when casting lots. That's on Duff. Chavdal. Good. Now the three bonus questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we have a one should not walk alone on Tuesday and Friday nights? That's on Duff. 
Kufiyad Beis and Psachim. Good. Number two. Which stuff you about the importance of repeating a teaching in the name of the one who said it and that the Talmud Chacham's lips move in the grave? That's on Duff. Zion and Shkalim. Good. And number three. Which stuff you learn about Yad Sogadis Bo? That's on Duff. Mem and Shabbos. Excellent. Right. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.